All cities are not homogeneous. There are different cities. Now I'm talking of cities in the south, where most of our cities have 50 to 60% people living in informal settlements. There are cities which have a lot of violence and they are different. So I do not claim that I have the answers to other those type of cities. But in the normal cities with the population of 50 to 60% living in informal settlements, I think the government has no choice. They have to embrace informality and include it and use it as an opportunity because the city of Bombay thrives and is our commercial city in India because you have a very developed formal sector but you also have a very developed informal sector that's contributing to the city's economy. So people are just not like unemployed and ain't doing nothing in these communities. They all earn an income, they're all gainfully employed, they all have some source of money that's coming in due to some job that they are doing. Why can't we formalize informality? Just why can't that be the norm? Why should it be informal and formal? Why can't the informal become the norm? I feel we do not need to worry about this if we are on track and we actually include everybody, including the very poor, then we are fine. We are not saying do it at the cost of somebody else in cities. We want to include informal settlements, but very much be part of other actors in the city and we want to include them too. We are just saying give more attention to informal settlements because they have been sidelined. But everybody is integral to building a city and the informal settlements have their role to play. If you are integrating the formal and the informal, and design can help do that along with communities, I think that would be magical. So if institutions like this actually make that happen, where you do beautiful designs and include informal, informal, informality in cities, I think that blend is, nobody's ever ex explored that. It means you just build boring structures, but if you're able to blend the informality and the formal in a beautiful way, it can be a work of art. I think technology is very important, but when you're talking of informality, uh, we need to understand the politics of informality. So there's a role for technology, as long as it doesn't alienate them or it doesn't make uh, them disempowered. And we are very conscious about that. So in, for example, in the community mapping processes, lots of the community women use the GIS phone to actually map their community now. And they're getting more and more comfortable with that. But going at the pace of the community when you're introducing technology is very important. And level of education has nothing to do with level of intellect. So poor communities completely understand technology. It's just that how you bring it in and how you, you match it according to their needs and that's what the role of the professional should be. When you're young, you spend a lot of time wanting to learn new skills. But as you grow older, you realize that you have to match the, your, your skill and your knowledge and your ethics and values are as important or more important. As you grow older, you realize it doesn't matter how many houses you build, but it matters how many decent, authentic people you built in communities, right? But that comes with, with experience, with wisdom, because when you're young, you want to prove you can do everything. And I feel as young students ready to begin to see that, how you bring the two together. My presentation was more to bring in the role of the community, 
in architecture and how you actually can translate the aspirations and the collective aspirations of communities and poor communities into an architectural drawing, into a blueprint, into their dreams. How do we formalize informality? I think that's the future.